Hey, welcome to another episode of Making Dough Show. My name is Hangum, and on this channel and on this show, we talk about making dough in the restaurant business. Today, I'm going to take you behind the scene of one of our manager meetings. We have um, a conference coming up, Pizza Expo. It's classic for our industry, you know, whatever have you. It's going to be in Las Vegas coming up in a month and a half. And we're going to be using that opportunity to encourage our managers to get a better handle of our food costs and our labor and how they can fund that trip. We believe in continuous growth and education of ourselves. We spend a lot of money on our own education. We're a lot of books. There is so much to learn as business owners. And we also require our managers. We think it's very good for them to go send them out to conferences and for them to experience new things, going to nice restaurants so they know how that feels like and tastes like. So that's part of sending them to you, Pizza Expo. And using that as an opportunity to encourage them, to challenge them, to push a little bit and have an incentive, have a carrot that they are working towards um, and earning that. And I think it's always good to also talk talk about numbers. I feel like we talk about numbers all the time in our household with my husband when it comes to our restaurant. However, a lot of our managers may not fully understand the impact of a 1% here, half a percent here has huge impact. So I hope that you find value in this show as I am going over the numbers, trying to show our team members how they can save on labor, how they have an opportunity to save on cost of goods sold and all of that in between and how much it takes to make a restaurant profit. Because as I say here is that we make a lot of money in this business, but we also spend a lot of money. So that's that. I hope you find it helpful. Send me an email to makingdoughshow at gmail.com. I would love to hear about your thoughts. And if you're tuning in on the podcast, be sure to leave us a review. It would mean the world. And with that, let's get back to the meeting and uh, talk about making some dough. So I heard this principle back when, which was when somebody says something costs a thousand dollars, the first thought that probably comes to your mind is that that's a lot. Is that correct? Yeah. Depends on what it is. Exactly. And then someone says, oh, that's for a car. Then you're like, oh, that's cheap. So everything is relative. So for example, it's not about the $1,000. Whenever value exceeds price, people pay. The value that is perceived for a car is way more than $1,000. So that's just the the concept we want to talk about. And I'm going to connect that, of course, to being able to fund this trip for you guys. So as you all know, not everything in the business is under our control. There's a lot of factors that are not in our control, particularly in the context of you guys as managers. Uh, not everything is in your control. So we cannot stress and worry about things we cannot control. However, as managers, you guys do indeed have control over a few things that are very big. And I wanted to say, do not underestimate the power you guys have on things that you can control. What did I just say? Don't underestimate. The power of what we can control. Exactly. So you guys have uh, certain things that you control and that is a big one. So I wanted to go over this. It's also in the sheet that I gave to uh, send to Chris for, to print for you guys because I'm going to go over some numbers. This is a common concept. It's called, it's called the concept of 100 pennies. And we're going to apply that to the concept of our business. If you guys have pen and paper in front of you, you can They're write writing. it. Okay, perfect. So the case for 100 pennies is that out of 
$100 that the business business makes and or $1,000, it's 100%. So it's just kind of for easy math, out of every 100 pennies that we have in the business, an average 30 pennies goes for labor that includes taxes and FICA and SUDA and whoever those stuff are, social security and stuff. 30 pennies goes to cost of goods sold. That includes food and non-food like chemicals, gloves, pizza boxes, Parmesan packets, all of that. So what are we at right now, Vanessa? 60%. 60% is those two. Do you guys know what that is called? Those two items combined together, it's called? Prime cost. Prime cost. Prime, so, cost. prime cost. So you've heard that many times. Industry standard for our pizza industry is less than 60%. That's a healthy range of those two numbers to be in. So everything makes sense. So beyond that, we spend about eight to 10 uh, on average for rent and water bill, depending on if it's a thousand dollars, if there's a leak. So about eight pennies or so we spend on rent uh, out of every hundred pennies. Then average is about 10 pennies we spend on Marketing, admin, our virtual assistant team, repairs like plumbing today, equipment, things break sadly all the time, uh, spectrum, uh, credit card processing, our phones, internet, gas, electric bill, and all of our business insurances, workman's comp, our licenses, on all of that. That's about 10% every month, every whatever, out of every 100 pennies. What are we at now, guys? 70. 70. Okay. Yeah. Math, math yes, in here, the other eight. 60, 70. We're about 80 something. So 5% is usually what Matt and I collect like a salary. It's fixed. Then beyond that, everything else we save. We save it for emergencies and also we save it for investment because if we have to buy another make line or we have to, you know, Last year, we spent a lot in redecorating stuff. We bought make lines. We bought new ovens for shirts location and or a third location. So th the rest goes into savings. So th does those numbers make sense? Yeah. Okay. So average restaurant, it's a classic industry. Average restaurant profit margin is about 10%. That's kind of as what it is. It could be steakhouses, 6% up to 14, 15%. So we're going to go for easy math, 10%. So that means, for example, if last month we bonused the team as a whole, uh, $5,000, that is the profit associated with how much in sales? You mm. just put a zero next to it. You see what I'm saying? Go ahead. You were saying the number, I think. I said 50? Correct. So oh. <laughs> yes, 50,000 worth of sales. When we sold oh. $50,000 worth of food, the profit is $5,000 because that's 10%. All right. So did the, did the 5,000 versus 50,000 make sense? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So your pizza expo uh, of a person, so it's going to be the pizza ticket, the pizza expo ticket, the flight and the hotel, it'd be average $800. Okay. So what is the $800 is the profit associated with how much in sales? Oh, so 160 negative. If we make $8,000 in sales, 10% of it is profit. And that is $800. Oh, okay. Sorry. Okay. My not working for a second there. Okay. Well, I'm, and that's fine. I really would like you to work. You guys need to wrestle with these numbers all the time. So you get very good at the percentages. If labor is this, if food costs, do you know what I'm saying? Overall, gotcha. the, the, these are the numbers we need to, uh, we, you hear that all the time and, and the management talks and we do need to get good at them and it's okay to use your calculator stuff. And that is fine. So for example, if last month our, our prime cost was 3% off, for example, 
3.41 percent uh, off target is what it was. It was 63 point something percent times the sales for the month. I've done the math, so you guys don't have to worry about it. That is four thousand nine hundred and eighty eight dollars. That was off target. June labor was 28% in toast. That doesn't include FICA, SUDA, Social Security. And then COGS was also the, uh, was high. So if, you, if the standard is less than 25% and you guys are like, say, 24.8, you are meeting expectation. In order to exceed expectation, it needs to be way less than that. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. So... Who controls prime cost? The managers. Correct. I'd like you to say me. Who controls prime cost? Me. <laughs> Who controls prime cost, Daniel? Me. And, and Chris. And, you know, all of our, obviously, that you guys control it. So that is 60% of our sales. You guys have that control. So when it comes to, for example, if I were you guys and I wanted to earn myself the trip to Pizza Expo, that I'm able to save the company or make the company more than $8,000 because that's just the profit associated with that. So it's like, it's a net net. It's not like, does that make sense? If it was that, then I would have to be thinking about, I have labor to work with and I have cogs to work with. How can I save the company or make the company $8,000 in the next 30 days? And does that seem like it's outrageous or it's possible? I mean, $8,000 is like what, two, a Friday and a half. Yeah. And if we bring down labor a little bit more, then it's not too hard. Okay. So I'd like you guys to write this, the 80-20. You need to identify the 80-20. What am I talking about? Daniel, what's the 80-20 when I'm talking about that in, in the context of labor? What do I mean? Assuming 20 is the labor? No. Have you, are you familiar with the Paredes concept, the 80-20 concept? Nope. Okay. So the, Vanessa, do you know what I'm talking about? No. Is Chris there? Does he want to say it? <laughs> I have no clue what you're talking about. What? What are you talking Okay, so this is called the Paredes concept. It's 80-20 rule. Uh, I think we've, we've said that many times around here, but here's what it is. The 80-20 rule is this. 20% of the clothes in your closet, you wear them 80% of the time. 20% of our customers bring 80% of sales. 20% of our team carry 80% of the load. This is like a very well-known, it's like 80-20 rule. So what's going to have the most impact? What's the 20%? Let's, what's something that we can identify? So when it comes to COGS, what's the one thing that we can control that's going to have 80% impact? Is it going to be jalapenos, Daniel? If, if we control costs when it comes to jalapenos, are we going to like reduce food costs by like 2%? Is that going to have such an impact? No. <laughs> no. Nobody, correct. What's going to be the 80, 20, what's going to be the 20% that's going to have 80% impact when it comes to your food cost, Daniel, in your opinion? Things that cost a lot, like cheese. Cheese is one. Okay. So in the printable, I'm asking you guys to identify and uh, what are the five food items that we spend the most money on? Cheese, probably different meats. We could be specific. Yeah, a bunch of meats. Meat. And, and then also we have some non-food items that we spend a lot of money on. Is that correct, Chris? Yes. Yes. So chemicals is one. Gloves. Actually, chemicals is not that high. It's not that high. Pizza no. boxes is a big one. Yeah, I know that. Pizza boxes and, and uh, disposables. And disposables. Okay. Yes. I thought that there may be an opportunity for 
saving money when it comes to non uh, food items. Maybe some of the chem in the past, we used to order so much chemicals and all that. I don't know what's going on. It's for yeah, you guys to investigate. We've drilled down the chemical usage to like, okay. it's about 0.4% of sales right now. Okay, great. Uh, I was just making a suggestion to look at opportunities there and or the uh, five food items. So then that's with the cogs. You guys, we spend a lot of money on that. So find opportunity. Back in the day, we used to have managers at hand. We had every now and then they would go in there and say, hey, spaghetti, we spent, I'm making stuff up, like the ground chicken, we're spending uh, this much on, and, but there's another brand that is almost similar. I mean, we do that, and I know Chris does that. Maybe there is some opportunity there. You guys need to find an opportunity that's going to save the company money with COGS. Then same as with the labor. So, Can I on that real quick? Yes. You can find, if you can find a brand or a product that can save us money, but not change the quality that yeah, we have. Correct. Oh yeah, correct. One of them is one of them is is like the chemicals. Nobody, you know, is this this degreaser or that degreaser or fabuloso or blah blah blah. You know, some of the chemicals nobody cares about or the gloves we've switched around because that doesn't necessarily directly affect the guest. Uh, and yes, I agree with you. It needs to. We're not compromising on the quality. Vanessa, I wanted to ask you this question: If we save ten dollars a day on labor, do you have your phone? Your calculator? Yeah. Okay. What's the impact of $10 in labor in a year? If, if you save $10 a day times 365. Well, it'd be $3,650? Correct. So, yeah. So $10 a day is drivers, instead of leaving at 830, uh, leave at 8 o'clock when they're scheduled. Yeah. Two drivers, that's $10 right there. Being on top of stuff like that, uh, sending somebody on a break, sending somebody home a little bit or tweaking the schedule, 30 minutes, here, 10 minutes there, like whatever people, 15 minutes, you're in there, $20 a day is going to be $7,300. You see, $8,000 is not much when you are able to tweak stuff like that. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? So then what's going to be is going to have the most impact when it comes to labor is looking at all the closing times. There is an opportunity to save on labor during closing times or making sure people leave at the correct time and or, you know, people have longer shifts, they take breaks and or and or. So you guys need to look for opportunities during this talk. What I want to do bring to your attention is that first off, Matthew and I want to send you guys all to Pizza Expo. That's our desire. We would like to challenge you guys to help us out and let's work together and find the 8,000 that each one of you is required. Like, so we need to bring 8,000 of sales for which 800 is a profit to send each one of you out to Pizza Expo. So think about how can you make or save the company 8,000. That was the premise of the example. And it's going to be knowing our cogs, knowing our numbers, Labor and food costs is pretty much what you guys have control over. The rest you don't necessarily control. The water heater went down. It's what it is. I don't know how much it's going to cost really, but I think $1, it's $1,500. $1,500. So. Red tickets right there. Sorry. <laughs> so that's the profit associated with $15,000 worth of sales. Do you see that? So we make a lot of money and we spend a lot of money around here. So that's, that's why we need to really have a handle on our financials. So that's part of that. Do you guys have any feedback? What are your thoughts on what I'm talking about? Yeah, I think, I think we'll be able to find, figure something out. Okay. Understand. Um, 
I have okay. ideas already. I'm just going to wait <laughs> to talk about them. Sounds good. I'd like you guys to work together and on a daily basis, every shift that you're on, document in the logbook and say, I made sure this happened. I, you know, whatever it was. One of them is cheese portion control that we've gone away from, and that is reflected in our food costs. So that is going to have a big impact. Different stuff that you guys have control over, whatever you try to enforce, I'd like you also to document in the logbook what it is that you're trying to do, your efforts, so everybody knows. And then we can see Vanessa's hustling a lot. Daniel's like, well, I better do some stuff. Vanessa's hustling. So that's a healthy peer pressure in, in making sure we're all moving forward. Sounds good? Yes. All right. Thank you for tuning in. And I see you right here next week on Making Dough Show. Thank you. Bye-bye.